What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Zero Hour Podcast, where we help you and your ministries navigate the biggest youth ministry shift in American history. Back again. <laughs> the two Corys. Was that a question? <laughs> Corey squared. Corey squared. Corey yeah. We were just explaining on the previous episode, which we record for those who don't know. We record back-to-back episodes, right? Um, but this is fresh, Corey, mm-hmm. and apparently I'm I'm Riz Corey now. <laughs> Elijah, you're you're familiar. You're in high school. Yeah, you're familiar with the term Riz, correct? <laughs> I don't believe I. He's am. embarrassed that he doesn't know it now, dude. You <laughs> just put him oh, on we're blast. Cooler. <laughs> we're so cool. There is so much vernacular that I just just let it go over my yeah, head. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, well. Uh, the real story is there's a, another Corey in the underground. Oh, really? And now he's old Corey. When I came around, they started identifying me as smooth Corey. Don't know how I got that. I just kept <laughs> okay. quiet. Somehow it worked out in my favor. And smooth now Corey. he's around, <laughs> and so he's fresh Corey. So, But he gotcha. informed me that the term Riz, in this second episode we're going to talk about Riz, <laughs> Riz means like a charisma <laughs> of being you silent know, and smooth that, somehow. That does make, that does make sense. <laughs> All the RPG games I play have a statistic of charisma that you can get on each of your characters. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You guys. Yeah. High, <laughs> it's high like charisma. that makes sense. <laughs> okay, for real. We're in the episode. We've got Elijah. What's your middle name? Uh, Daniel. Elijah Daniel Cobb. Mm-hmm. C-O-B-B, right? Yep. Cobb. Got, like got Randall Cobb. The wide receiver who is actually top five in the slot wide receivers right now. Just saw the rankings. So. Right now? Let's go. Right now, literally. Like we, in the history of the NFL? No, no, like for week five. Well, week, what is it, week eight? Where is he playing? Green Bay. He's still in Green Bay. He was with the Texans last year, and then the Green Bay is like, well, Aaron Rodgers. Left. How old is that guy now? Like he's in his 30s. He's like he has all to. that he's Rodgers has left. He's, yeah. he's a veteran, and he's the, he, in my opinion, he's the best receiver we have left. I'm a Packers fan, by the way. We. <laughs> <laughs> Are you mad about the we? We. You're in Kansas City. You say we. That's just you, Elijah. Well, <laughs> you we are a Packers fan. You the, represent the Packers collective. Green Bay. Okay. I I've got, got friends here who are Packers fans. <laughs> I don't hate the Chiefs either. So don't take well, that Well, I respect the Packers, <laughs> but also Rodgers just got real weird. Like, oh, what the yeah. heck? No. But I also kind of love it because he's just. It's, he's an interesting character. Yeah. He's fun to watch on television. <laughs> yeah. He is fun to watch. I watch. What is that? Uh, the Barstool Sports guys, the two dudes that do Caleb, oh. Caleb Presley or whatever. And it, you know that? Is well, it Presley? I think. And then I the think other guy was. who just like eats food yeah. in the middle couch. <laughs> yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. and they ask him really weird questions. Yeah. Roger's interview on that was really funny. Oh, it was hilarious. They're just like completely roasting him. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. All right, dude. So. We want to kind of just give you an opportunity. Elijah is one of the students that has been trained mm-hmm. through Zero Hour, kind of our pathway, disciple-making pathway. Uh, started it over the summer? Yeah. 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 It was. Um, I was with a friend of mine, Hannah Rupert. She also goes to Kairos. Um, yeah. We wanted to make a Bible study thing at North because through the first three years, I was a junior at the time. Yeah. I'd just been walking to school, like, just ignoring all the the yeah. bad stuff that Christians should ignore. Uh-huh. Just, like, get in through my day, you know. And yep. she comes up to me like, well, let's make a Bible study. And my youth pastor, Kyle, is like, your brother. He's like, well, why don't we take the step for I know the guy named Corey. He trained us. And now we're here. So. Cool. Okay. Well, we want to go and take it back further for us. Just kind of mm-hmm. where'd you grow up, the environment, all of that catches up to kind of your faith and where you're at now today. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get into kind of the, the training and where you're at now with the club and all that. So 
Cool. Roll with it. So I have always been a Christian. My parents are the best role models I could have ever asked for. They, My dad grew up a uh, pastor's kid out in the West Coast in San Jose, California. And I was, I've grown up listening to them, like, just pour out heartfelt wisdom to me and my two brothers. Um, never once have I ever really doubted the existence of God because I've just seen so much fruit. It hasn't been just words that my parents tell us. I've actually seen, like, prayers come true and, like, my dad and my mom coming together in prayer and seeing God work through that. And so I've never really doubted the, the existence of God nor the what he's capable of. It's just been what can he do in my life. Yeah. And so that's what the my biggest struggle throughout my entire life has been because middle school, I was just like, well, that's like the awkward phase where people are just trying to uh, figure out who they are, what they're doing, and they choose sometimes to go the wrong path. And it's, I wanted to steer as far from that as possible, so I just kind of mm-hmm. separated myself from everyone else. Mm-hmm. And that continued all the way up until um, high school. It was my freshman year that I decided, I was like, well, I need a new friend group because I don't know anybody and I'm just going to be this awkward new kid at a school. Yeah. And so I walk into the school and I'm like, well, I'm desperate for friends. I'm just for, for mentors because I'm a 14-year-old freshman yeah. who doesn't have anybody but his mommy and daddy to <laughs> coach him through life. Yeah. So I'm looking for teachers, seniors, people who can guide me. And I fell in with the wrong crowd. It was a bunch of band kids, and they're they're nice kids, but they just uh, they were extremely – they didn't have the same standards as I had when I was growing up. And I lost my standards as a means to fit in. And so I was – I walked that path of, well, I am a Christian at home, I'm a Christian at church, but at school, I'm someone else. Yeah, that's got to be like 99. 95% yeah. <laughs> of students yeah. in America. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not like, this is what gave me encouragement, is like I wasn't the only one struggling with this stuff. Yeah, definitely. So I was able to come to my, uh, my youth pastor, Kyle, and my parents, and I was like, well, hey, I don't know how to uphold the same standards I'm taught in at home and church at school. And it was about sophomore year that I decided I need, no, it was early junior year. So last year, about this time, I decided I need to really start taking my faith more seriously than just uh, just Wednesdays and Sunday nights. What, what got you to the point where you were willing to go and say that to Kyle? I was, I didn't say directly to Kyle at first. I was just really upset with who I had become because huh. My dad and my mom would lead Bible studies on because we didn't go to church during the pandemic, and so we would lead Bibles, do Bible studies on, with my brothers and I on Sunday mornings, and those continuously just like it. I didn't get the fruit that would come out of the Bible studies. I would just get more and more guilt. I was like, "Oh, this is not who I. This is not who I really am. I'm wow. this entirely different mm-hmm. person." And wow. so, I believe firmly that God has the ability to place conviction on people's hearts when He knows that they've strayed too much to the left or right. And I think that's exactly what happened in my case. I was I'm blessed to have the, the parents and the mentors I have to be able to take me on that the course I was and say, No, 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 this is where you are, son, and this is our goal for you. Man. Yeah. Cool. So that happens junior year. Mm-hmm. Um man, I started kinda getting to know Kyle then through Ryan, May and Corey. So kind of that, that little triad. <laughs> um and Corey and Ryan went through our training probably around that time. Right? Yeah. How early mm. in the pandemic? That you was, and me? Yeah. That was pre-pandemic. Pre no. 
<laughs> no, no, you're right. It was like I'm 2021. Sorry. I wasn't yeah. even a part of the underground until you're, after no. 2020. Dude. Yeah, don't ask me about <laughs> dates and times, man. This is why I'm Who knows? Riz Corey. <laughs> the, yeah, the that's pandemic, why I'm not smooth, Corey. The pandemic lasted longer lengths for different people. For real. <laughs> yeah, it's still lasting oh, yeah. in my heart. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. We met at a public place, so it was a little bit after. What do you mean? As in, it wasn't, it was after shutdowns and stuff. Like, things were opening up and stuff like that. I like how you said so, that, in a public place. It was in a public <laughs> That's hilarious. Wait, so, okay, so we met in a public place. <laughs> Elijah and I did not. No, but we did. <laughs> uh, I met Elijah. Where did I meet, first meet you? This oh, was at uh, um, it was Encounter, Encounter House. Yeah, yeah the Encounter second, House. The second one. Yeah, yeah, so Kairos had hosted Encounter yep. House with Dawson mm-hmm. and Vanessa. It was yep. a student-led worship kind of environment. Right. Um, and I was there chilling and i knew kyle had wanted me to meet you and hannah because mm-hmm. i had been talking to kyle about stuff and so right. i'm telling him hey man this is what we're about this is what we're trying to do we would love to connect with any of your key student leaders who would be open and interested yeah boom that happens i meet you guys mm-hmm. what do you think of me <laughs> i i i saw the tats and i'm like okay this guy's cool this guy's sick. I, oh stop <laughs> that can't be it Come no seriously Okay, my mom grew up like kind of in a Baptist church. She yeah. doesn't like tattoos Uh-oh. at all. Oh, she's she's one. Better never see me. She she's <laughs> she's a splendid person, but sure. she doesn't like tattoos. Oh, I hear you. My mom still. Are you gonna get another one? <laughs> Does that one have any meaning? I'm like, mom, I'm 33. You have at that, this point. You're just gonna have to you have go. you have that for the la- for the rest of your life. You'll it's, never get rid of it. Yeah. Are you sure you want that when you're 80? It's like, that's, that's exactly my yeah. my mom's yes. words, word for word. I am. It's 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 funny, but. <laughs> I don't know if this is just an inner rebellion, but I've always wanted one, maybe sure. two. Like yeah. my aunts and uncles, my uncle's Whoa. got like, my yeah. uncle's got a giant Chill sleeve out. of like Come uh, on. the cherry to fire. How old? Uh, like That's sick. He's thirty-five ish, so Let's like go. not much older than you. Yeah, I want one. Um, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, and so I want yes. one of the shards of Narsil on my arm or maybe the shoulder blade or something like that. That's sick. That'd be pretty cool. Cool. Okay, but, so you meet me, you think yeah. I have tattoos, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm pitching the idea to you guys, yeah. just kind of like, hey, here's who we are, here's what we do. Yeah. And, I mean, I'd just love to hear your initial kind of thoughts on what I was, yeah. you know, at least saying. <laughs> what, well, it was, for me, never really a – the entire mission of Zero Hour to make disciples was never a thing that I felt in my heart because I just sure. – I was always – when Hannah and I started the Bible study, it's like, well, let's just try to make God kind of trinkle into our lives a bit more. Sure. And I never really, I, I've I've read the Bible, of I've course, read yeah, Acts, yeah, yeah. and I've, I've read all that what they did. But I just never thought that we could actually apply that to life, or let wow. alone a high school with teenagers. Wow. So when you pitched that to me, I was like, well, hang on, let's let's listen here. And I, it was just gold. It was like, well, Hank, this is exactly what I need to not only turn my life around, sure. but turn other people's lives around and this is about the time where i was looking i was like you know what god my life is yours i'm going to try to work as hard as i can to live life on mission in my school yeah and when you came along i was almost exactly the same and i think the timing was timing was perfect because it was right around when i started praying god not my life but yours yeah make my life your mission come on then you show up and look where we are now yeah it's it's freaking awesome bro yeah so my initial conversation is in at Encounter House, and yep. then I don't remember how much, like, what was the gap between when I came and did the breakout session? Do you remember? I can't remember what that gap was. I'm not was. sure. Because when was the first, when was the Encounter House? It was oh my gosh, roughly a year idea. ago? 
Yeah, maybe. It's been going on for and a it was year. A couple months that I came back. But didn't you come back in like January, February this year, twenty twenty two? Sure. <laughs> I I've got that. no idea. I've got. I've got. <laughs> okay, let's say it's January, February of twenty twenty two. Yeah. So I come back and basically Kairos had they do kind of a breakout night where mm-hmm. there's several different teachings that are offered mm-hmm. after. So it's like instead of one main teaching, it's a few different breakout ones, and then students get to choose. Yeah. So Kyle asked me to come in. I came in with another dude, Storm, my best friend, who's yeah. been on the podcast. And, yeah. As uh, a teacher of Blue Valley Southwest and has been involved with students with me. Mm-hmm. And him and I story today. Do you know this? But like him and I story go way back. I mean, he was the really? kid at the metal concert that I got into a spiritual conversation with. Oh, sick. Yes. <laughs> I've not heard that story. That's Storm. Dang. And then I baptize him and oh, wow. his ex. And we start microchurch on the campus of KU. Oh, and wow. him and some students are leading it and they're with me and he's been my best friend since so like oh, I toured with him and his band as like oh the, that's sick the, the metal band tour chaplain <laughs> they call me their, their, T, uh, their TM the let's tour go. manager <laughs> let's go bro anyway so like a lot of cool ministry between him and I has happened but anyways so it's yeah. really special that he's in that room with me yeah. teaching yeah. <laughs> alongside you guys that's 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 wicked if, yeah. that, if that's not a testament to how much the the disciple making mission actually yeah. works Amen. i don't know what it is yeah so he him and i come in we do a little breakout session essentially it was our first session of the training yeah. just casting vision of what yeah. would it actually look like for you guys to reach your school yeah. and it's probably i don't know 10 kids in there yeah well we we had a, rough, a crowd of roughly 40 people in cairo total i think the majority yeah. of people we had three breakouts that night i think majority of people went yeah to the zero so That's i think fair. like 13, 15 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, including your sister. Yep. She mm-hmm. was in that room. <laughs> um, so you and Hannah are in the room, right? Mm-hmm. Hannah was in there. I yeah? believe so. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Uh, anyways, a number of them. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I'd just love to hear again your perception of that first session. Because it's like, yeah. actually the way we did it with Kairos is not the norm. Really? Yeah. But we really don't have a norm, so it's not even fair to say. <laughs> it just was, that's the only way we've done it that way. Okay, interesting. So yeah. it was, I mean, the breakout is, is a format that Kairos uses a lot. Yeah. It, that's is like, just choose your own adventure. What do you think God is leading you to go and do? Because sometimes the main message isn't for everybody, and we want to diversify that as much as possible. Sure. There's other tactics that Kyle puts into it. But um, I chose to go to this one because... I think Hannah was there because Kyle came up to us and he says, uh, yeah, you guys want to take a step further in your Bible study. Why don't yeah. we put you in touch with this guy, Corey? Right, yeah. And so, again, it was just, just to reiterate the, the fact that I hadn't really heard or thought about much the mission that we're supposed to live on. Sure. When I hear it first with from you and Storm, I'm like, okay, this is tangible steps that I can take to yeah. actually – like impact my school yeah like literally impact and i've seen so much fruit from it already it's, yeah that's great so boom that happens and then basically i set up a time with you guys and go like okay let's do this training let's do it over zoom which ugh, i don't yeah. love doing it over zoom yeah. i wish i could have kind of been able to have more concentrated time with you guys which i think we'll have at the camp yeah you know but um <clears throat> that was where we were at you know and it was like i was in the midst of planning our summer trip and uh-huh. the send and yep. so there were multiple things all yeah. at the same time kind of happening. And it was like, okay, let's just do a Zoom for now. We'll do it like once a week for seven yeah. weeks. So it was a seven-week training, yeah. Yeah, and, and which now we've now? pared down to four. four. So yeah. <laughs> s- sorry on you. but. <laughs> 
<laughs> it wait, was did, Elijah. You went through the seven week training too. I did. Okay. Yeah. Wait. When did the four week training? That that, ha- that happened at the end of the summer when I had three different churches request for a four day version of what yeah. I was doing. And I was like, that makes sense. okay, God, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen. You know, like yeah. it doesn't need to be seven days. Like it really didn't. Like yeah. I actually think on the adult side, it's more helpful. The slower process of it right. is it's a it's a better drip. But students, it's kind of like give me the quick and dirty, and I want to actually go implement. Right, right. Like that's the difference between that. Also, mm-hmm. you can only hold our age's totally. attention for so long 100 <laughs> percent, and zoom makes it even worse so oh, it's yeah. like oh my gosh yeah. this is a double triple whammy yeah um okay so you go through the training you pull in your neighbor right hennock well hennock is actually a longtime friend of mine his yeah. mom and my mom have been best friends since both of us have moved to Olathe. yeah and hennock as like i i hadn't talked to him for like six years until I saw him as a freshman at Olathe North. I'm like, wait a second. Dude. You're, you're, you're that Our guy. Our moms are friends. Dude. You're, you're that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, uh, just over a couple of years, these past couple of years, we've really gotten to know each other a whole lot better. Yeah. He's, he's a great friend of mine. He's a great, great yeah, guy. He's, he's a good dude. He's come alongside us in so many ways as a Zero team. He's, he's one of our biggest leaders. And yeah. people look up to him because of the way – it was me and Hannah, the the two people who started, and then he was the only other one from our original Bible study that took yeah. initiative to come and join the training. Oh, that's cool. So you guys had the Bible study. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, guys, like I don't want to ruin what you're doing. Right. Like that's not my goal, and it's right. totally okay if you wanted to keep rolling with your Bible study. Yeah. I did not want to like squash anything. I definitely wanted to have the posture of like, hey, this is just we're just clear on what we're doing. If that's what you're interested in, let's do that. Yeah. But if you're not, it's also okay. Like I am not offended if a student is not because I know like yeah. we're we're. We're reaching out and calling some, we're raising the bar in a way, you know, mm-hmm. and we're asking oh, yeah. students to take a further step in actually being missional on their campus. So we know that's not going to be, well, it should be for everyone. Mm-hmm. We know it's not going to be reality for everyone. Yeah. We want it to be reality for everyone. Yeah, and there's, but, there's always going to be the, the the few who just come to the Bible study because maybe their parents made them or maybe totally. they just, they feel like there's a void in their life between church and school and they just want to fill that the easiest, simplest way they can. Yeah. And this is what we pitched at our Bible study. It's like, well, we're reading all this stuff. How much of this are you going to apply to just your life? Or how much of it are you going to actually use to take the, the, the rock off the lamp and let your light shine to the rest of school? Yeah, that's so. good. Yeah. So at the end of it, basically, and, and another crazy story, like Hinnock, there was a, do you, were you on that Zoom when I like put the two and two together that I had like connected with his youth pastor years before? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was kind of a crazy. I mean, I literally <laughs> lived around the corner. I was prayer walking that area. Oh like, my god! Literally just by myself prayer walking, and I see the Ethiopian church, and I'm like, man, I bet nobody reaches out to somebody at this Ethiopian church, especially in this white area of Johnson right, County right. and Olathe. <laughs> that's like, you know, it just yeah, it, yeah. it sticks out. You know what I mean? And so like, I I start knocking on the door. Nobody answers. I call. Nobody answers. I I call like one of the secretaries from the phone number I find online and I leave a voicemail. That's all I get. Then I get a voicemail back from a guy named Joel Tesfaye. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, okay. Because I literally was just like, hey, I'm just trying to connect with anybody who runs student stuff. Don't know if you guys even have a youth ministry. Would just love to connect with you. That's it. Cool. That's the voicemail I leave. Okay. Yeah. Joel calls me back. We end up connecting. We kind of built a friendship over the next year on and off where I was just like, man, how do I help you guys? Like, I just want to pray for you and what you're doing. And he, he was doing the same vice versa for us. And then come full circle, his friend Hinnock comes in on oh, <laughs> training wow. who goes to this church. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, 
are you serious? Like, anyways, it was it was a cool moment. It's that awesome. Cool. So afterwards, the whole deal. You're good. <laughs> the whole deal was to like pitch essentially. Hey, we need teams of students to exist on their campus to yeah. to at some capacity meet regularly, mm-hmm. but not just another gathering and another Bible study or somebody else who's just teaching at students. Right. Not another youth group in the school. The goal is that you would meet to have rhythms of actual missional types of accountability and sharing Mm -hmm. and then living into rhythms of prayer. Because we go, if your whole school is going to get reached, the Holy Spirit better be shown. (laughs) Right. It's going to it's going to take a commitment. And there's so many people that like I've I've asked at the beginning of our weekly meetings, like who here is spending continual time in prayer or at least trying to. Yeah. And it's it's amazing how much we high schoolers forget about things when we have so much more on our plates. Dude. And so it's been, I'm going to try to make a better habit of like actually putting out in the group chat, like, Hey, can we just be praying continually for change and for God to work in people's hearts? Cause it takes a disciplined habit to create that stuff. And that's what I've learned. Cause there have been many seasons where I have, I mean, I'm just coming out of a recent season where I just kind of like with March and May season, I got so busy I kind of fell into a rhythm with God, and then I started having more doubt come in my mouth. What am I going to do after high school? What am I? Where am I <laughs> yeah. supposed to go? Who am I supposed to reach? Is this year our thing going to work? Uh-huh. And then I'm like, well, wait a second. I was totally confident in all of this during the summer when I was spending daily time in prayer and in Bible. Yeah. yeah. And now I've I've gotten back in those rhythms, and it's like, well, I'm, I'm more confident than I've ever been about what God's mission is for my life and the, yeah. those of my my so friends. good. So basically, you're, you and I. And Hannah and Hennock over the summer strategizing, planning, thinking mm-hmm. about who else can we pull in to launch this team. But like y- you then, like first day of school, a few days into school, <laughs> like multiple yeah. things yeah. start happening, which was like very it much what we train towards, which is the relational evangelism, yep. kind of the road to Emmaus type conversation where right. Jesus is revealing himself to them. So why don't you just help us like get some insight? So. Because you've shared this before, but yeah. I'd love to capture it again, just so kind of the piece. Of, it's yeah. day one, and like I said, I was doubting a bit because I've just never seen anything this radical before. Sure. I've never seen, like, every conversation I've had with, spiritual conversation I've had with a person has ended with, oh, God's not my thing. I don't go to church. That's just not who I am. I don't care. And I was like, well, how on earth can we make disciples in a school of people who just don't care? And so I walk into school day one. And I've spent time praying over the summer, like, God, just whatever is going to happen, I'm just going to say yes. I'm going to be as obedient as possible. And God, day one, we've got, there's, let's see, what came first? I think it was my friend. Uh, he came up to me. We've had spiritual conversations in the past. He was um, a devout Roman Catholic for a while, and then he left for uh, many reasons, valid reasons, honestly. And he came up to me. He's like, well, hang on. I'm kind of interested in this Jesus guy. What does what does the Bible have to say about these certain things? And I'm like, well, let's sit down together and let's talk about it. And so I've actually pitched a, a Bible study with him multiple times. He's kind of, I think, avoided, but also like fate has kind of said, oh well, I've got this thing over here, so I can't really yeah. do it right now. Yeah. And so that's one. I've got another guy. Uh, his his name is Nate. He's a good friend of mine. He's um, he's telling me, well, uh, I, I said, well, this is what I'm doing with the zero thing. He's like, cool. I want to join. I'm like, really? They're like, yeah, let's do it. I also know these four other people who'd love to join. Let me get you in on that. Turns out five other people joined. We've got five other people from this one church in our group. Wow. So I think, what I'll, church is that? 
That's okay. I'm just curious <laughs> I think it's where like, they're from. Yeah. Uh, it's something over by Lith North. I'm okay. not sure, but it's uh, three oh. of them come continually, and um, so they they they're part of the crew. Then this other girl comes up to me, advisor, who I've never talked to before, ever. And she comes up to me in this advisory class, and she says, uh, "How was your summer?" I'm like, "It was good." And we start talking. And then she opens up about how like her her job situation has been terrible, and she's like about to get fired because these people won't let her do all these certain things that she needs to do for medical reasons, whatever. And she's like really opening up. I can see she's getting like like incredibly almost emotional. Yeah. And then she's, I'm like. Well, shoot, I'll be praying for you. And and she, because I would, I wanted to say really bad, let me pray for you right now. Mm. And I just, at the, at the time, I didn't have the guts to say that. I was like, well, sure. that would have been really weird. But I, I think I've matured over, over the course of these past few months. So I'm working towards being able to, like, let me just pray for you right now. Because, yeah. I mean, that's what Jesus did, right? Yeah. Like, and it, just imagine you're walking through Judea and then you see this guy laying hands on people and praying, which is what only the Pharisees are supposed to do. And then they walk up after having a broken leg for the past nine years. Like, that's what we're called to do. Yeah. Which is, it's a radical mission, but it's it's beautiful. Yeah. Dude, that's so cool. I mean, it's just like, and I think a lot of your story testimony has been rooted in like, okay, Corey, I guess, you know, yeah. like, I yeah. hear what you're saying. Let's see, you know, kind yeah. of thing, which I, I appreciate that posture in a lot of ways, because I think I'd be the same way, honestly. Yeah. It's like somebody's pitching that to me. It's like, yeah, that sounds great and all. Yeah. Let's see, you yeah. know, but like yeah. I, I yeah. go, if you don't at least have that posture, probably not going to even try, yeah. you know, like many just would forget it and not even try or not yeah. take it seriously at all or really not even like step out and be open and be honest about the failure, you know, where it's like, why well, I, I thought I should have prayed for it right there. But I go, I guarantee you that that story is not over. Right. Like with that individual, the fact that there's an openness and transparency, right. it's like there is much more that can be had the rest of this. You know, you, yeah. you got like a half a semester and one more left, right? Yeah. You know? and, the, and the thing is with that story specifically, I haven't seen her like in a month. Like she hasn't been in class for a month. Wow. So I don't know where she's at. I don't know where, she, where she'll show up. I'm praying that that story doesn't just die out, which is yeah. what it felt like for the longest time. It's like, well, I haven't talked to her. I talked to her one day yeah. for and it's been three months since that. Yeah. So it's it's hard to balance like what is God ordained and what is just circumstance. Yeah. But I, I think that with enough prayer and enough relation building with God that you can have that confidence to say, Well, this is God telling me that this person is in yeah. need or is has has a open heart. Yeah. That's good. Well, <clears throat> you know, as we kinda land this plane, um, I did want to kind of spend this last you know, which I mean, your story is awesome, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming on and like yeah, for sure. just being able to share it. And it's exciting kind of what's going on at your school and, and that you've stepped out to lead. And it's like God's been providing both from the harvest in some beautiful yeah. ways with new conversations, but also from those that are young believers or are believers and are like, yeah, we want to be a part of something like that. You yeah. know, and I, I think there's a real hunger with your generation and the one following of like, having stuff that's actually real and authentic oh, yeah. and really yeah. is rooted in some, some sense of actual mission yeah. that isn't just gathering for the sake of gathering, but is gathering with a purpose in mind that would like go, could we really have the audacity to believe that God yeah. would reach yeah. our entire school? That's it, crazy to say. It's We're asking that question because we've never seen it. Right. And if, I mean, it's just, I think there's a certain curiosity that comes through my generation. We, we sit yeah. down and we ask these questions 
there's this program called Alpha. Yeah. That it takes people through questions about God. Is God real? What does he have yeah. in our life? Like, and we ask these questions because we have that curiosity because we haven't seen it before. Right. So. Yeah. Amen. Well, as we kind of like finish it, I do want to share like we have, you know, we announced a few days ago and we're going to like really release a lot of the announce coming up on uh, the end of the month when we do this collaboration of our equipping gathering with Kairos Student Ministries. But announcing the zero hour camp that's coming this yeah. winter. And oh, yeah. I'd love for you to just kind of share some kind of. You know, when we when we discussed what it is, wh- why we're doing it, what you know, why others should join it, kind of what what things yeah. came to mind for you, and if you were gonna kind of inform other students who may or may not listen to this, I don't yeah. know if any students listen to this, but if they do, <laughs> like they're gonna hear your pitch on it, you know, and and yeah. why would they, why should they come to the zero hour camp, and what's it gonna be, and why are you excited? Yeah, I'm 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 very pumped. It's gonna be like. There's so much power in coming alongside other fellow believers who you might not have met before that are living on the same mission as you. And we we go to church every Sunday. We see the same people over and over. And then we, I mean, we see maybe on home groups. But no, these are pe- people who are actually wanting to live on mission, yeah. not just go to church on Sundays. And we get together. We worship. Uh, there's so much power in, in that. The, the worship is going to be amazing. Um, the Bible says when two or three are gathered, there's power in his name. And there's... I've seen that effect, like when I'm just sitting alone praying by myself versus like getting in a group and violently praying yeah. for change. And there's there's just so much real impact that that can have. Um, it's also a great place to get trained and not just get trained, but get refreshed if you've already been trained. Yeah. And getting to know exactly th- that level of confidence, like, like I was talking about earlier. Like if we continually spend time in prayers, continually spend time refreshing ourselves on the, the truth and the training, then we we can just walk into our schools with an abundance and confidence, and that that's one thing. It's gonna be just fun too. Just yeah, hang course, out, yeah. hang out with friends. Great relational building. When we form these micro churches and schools, it's so important that we get to just not just know each other, but get to like intimately know each other in community. And it's it's gonna be a great time to do that. Like I've talked to the Olathe North crew. Is like, what do we want to do outside of school that can just be fun? that we can just have to build community and just get to know each other better. Right. And so that's that's been a huge stepping stone, and that's going to be a great chance here at the camp. And yeah. If, if you are undecided in any capacity, I just pray about it, and God will tell you yes. Yeah. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> well, dude, I think, like, you know, the other thing I thought about was, like, <clears throat> you know, you – you even mentioned there were many students at your school that you had no idea were even believers. Oh yeah. They like came up to you interested yeah. in being a part of that. And like, I think there's, that's going to be one of the most powerful things as well is yeah. that as these teams grow and they're like more and more come out of the woodwork in terms of like being able to go, okay, I am a believer and I'm willing to actually come yeah. to saying I'm a disciple who wants to make disciples and live on mission towards my school that like these type of rallying events will be uh, as pivotal as anything because it will help them con- get away, connect like you were talking about and get to know each other. But then like I think as it grows, like the more powerful thing will be you may not even know that some kids from Olathe North that come to the camp were believers at all. Right. Like so that could even be a place where new ones step in yeah. and the team even gets yeah. bolstered and like – God fills it in a way that it could multiply and go out towards that, all that. Yeah. That's so exciting to just to think about. Like, yeah, I've uh, like, uh, you know, Bella Heil- uh, Heilman. Uh-huh. She was at Legacy. She 
just shows up to one of our meetings on Thursday morning. Like, oh hey, are you here for zero hour? And she's like, yeah. Uh, are you? Is this the club? I'm like, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> and I was like, she's like, she knew she knew you. She he, you told her that come to North and yeah. uh, the meeting at North and like that. That's just one instance where people have just come up to me like, I'm a Christian. I know what zero hour is. Can I join? That's unbelievable. Let's go. That's so cool, dude. <laughs> and there's if if every school had a club that would meet at this camp how many people would show right. up that no nobody that would otherwise just kind of stay back right. in the closet right. and just ignore it yeah how yeah. many people can we get to join us on this mission to reach the schools and to bring beautiful transformation it's yeah. it it pumps me up amen amen all right, man. Well, thanks for coming on. We'll yeah. have to have you on another time. Yeah, for sure. I know you got to get like right back to marching band. So <laughs> the, I thought marching band season was over, but then it turns out Lake North is like the best team in state for football. Dang. So we've got to play a football game one tonight. We're playing a team who we beat like I think it was Shawnee Mission West. We beat them like sixty-seven to Shawnee Mission West is horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's were... Creighton School, and he's gone to a few games, and they've like never scored. Ouch! Sorry, Creighton. <laughs> Well, well, we we beat you guys sixty-seven to like three last time, and we're playing you tonight in the playoffs. So, <laughs> how did they even make? Does everybody make the playoffs? I think so, because I don't think they've won a game. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. How did you guys get that draw? Because you're the best. You're the, you're the well, one seed, and they're the we whatever. we were about to go undefeated, but then seed. it was we were seven and zero. It was eight games of regular season. Who'd we you lost. lose to? Well, Lawrence Free State. <laughs> they, they they played a really Hippies, good game, dude. Hippies out there. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I love Lawrence. I lived there for a while. Oh yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Appreciate you. Yeah. Peace, Peace out. See you. See you.